Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. Today we're going to talk about vision. Uh, I've got Bob Schenefeld uh, from imatter.com. Bob, say hi. Hi there. Bob is, he's awesome about talking about vision, how he found his vision, how having the wrong vision made Bob unhappy, the power of why, what, and how, why entrepreneurial freedom doesn't actually lead to freedom and how to find that, why people are afraid of creating their vision. We're going to talk about the book Driven, his daily tool and his weekly tool, and how the imposter syndrome of productivity is pulling us back. We're talking about his amazing group, the Visionary Forum. So you really want to listen about that and all the tools that he has available to help you refine your vision. All this on the Garlic Marketing Show. And of course, this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. One of the best ways to attract the clients of your vision is through your customer stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com or get the book at TestimonialBook.com. Video testimonials that land the big fish and will help you to find those exact clients. All right, let's get started. So, Bob, before we get into this and figuring out vision and how you do it and unscatter the chatter and clearing out the head, we were talking a little bit before the show. Tell me about your journey as a visionary. Uh, I appreciate that. I, as a kid, I thought life is magical and it's all about working together and playing together. And as we, as I grew up and saw that there were things that weren't perfect and that there were people that kind of uh, abused their power. And so I gave in to this magical dream and said, I'll just do what everyone else does. I'll go to college. I'll get a job. I'll get married. And I did all those things. And I thought, okay, success meant making a fair amount of money, having season tickets to all the games, having a, a nice marriage, different things, and had a great house. And when I walked into my house, my dream house, and I walked in and looked at the last piece of artwork on the wall and the couch I wasn't allowed to sit on because I might spill on it. And I was <laughs> so sad. And I was like, okay, so I think I achieved everything I thought meant success. And it was then I started on my spiritual journey and, and met a couple of people that were sharing what is spirituality and the meaning of life. And my wife that I met, I was married previously. I had just met Cheryl and she was, she worked with us and she's, you're working so hard. I'm like, you don't understand. It's, it's all about drive and success and productivity. And she's, what about being? And I'm like, duh, what are you talking about? And so <laughs> literally hit the purge button on my life and started over. And started on the spiritual journey. And in the past, I, I was so stressed about this uh, growing. We talked about wanting more. I wanted more. And I was so busy and so stressed and trying to make all the payments. And I'm like, this isn't what life is about. And that's when I started to say, what matters most to me? Who am I and why am I here? And my wife and I, when we met 25 years ago, went on that journey together and started to say, okay, so what is this all about? And what is the meaning of life? And I'm a visionary entrepreneur. And so that is, everything is a great idea, which I think is wonderful, <laughs> but not everyone I work with or live with uh, thinks that. But it was basically slowing down to say, it's not competing with you and, and seeing if I have a bigger house than you. And in, in entrepreneur group I was a part of, they talked about making it was having $10 million in the bank and selling your business. And so I was praying to a false God in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And then I met my wife and started to realize what matters most is my marriage and providing a safe space for my kids to learn and grow. 
And then as we went on this journey, I started coaching people and it worked. So that's when we created iMatter about 20 years ago. One of my best friends, Gina Wickman, created the EOS system, the Entrepreneur Operating System. And he was my coach. I was his third client 20 years ago. There's oh, now wow. 20,000 clients running on EOS. I sold the first one. And what Gino helped me to realize that it, there is, it's okay to be a visionary in business and that I am a great visionary. And he called me a flaming visionary. And, and he <laughs> helped me to realize that structure wasn't a bad thing. And so as we put structure around what matters most and who matters most, there was more freedom and flexibility within that structure. And so I, and along with a lot of other visionaries, as we put structure around our business, we started to be more relaxed and stop rushing. We visionaries are very driven to be productive and busy. Some call that imposter syndrome. And so as I learned EOS, then Cheryl and I created iMatter, which is a life operating system. And that was building principles, practices, and tools around my life. And so now I'm using structure to be able to have more fun and freedom and joy within my life. So there's my one breath answer for you. <laughs> there's a little to unpack there. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, you know, it's it's interesting because I, I feel the same way in, in like my entrepreneurial journey. You surround yourself, especially I think at this moment in time where it's it, like those entrepreneur voices that are so about money and hustle are so loud. And I think it's, I see it in like agencies I work with and coach and businesses I coach, and you can see that they're unhappy. Yeah. And also they're like, why I'm not working? Why is my marketing not working? And there's a disconnect too between who they are, what they're going after and how that comes out in the world. And I think that that holds people back actually, doesn't it? Is trying to drive like that. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to do what I think you want me to do as an employee or as a client, and as opposed to, again, my why, what, and how. So mm -hmm. again, what EOS teaches is what's your why, what, and how in your business, and what iMatter helps to teach is what's my why, what, and how, and do they align? And so mm -hmm. I was in a previous business that I was bored with, and yet I, I love culture and leadership, and, and we did that, and we were successful. And so now to have my why, what, and how aligned, it's, this is like heaven. And a lot of people are afraid of the world today. And it's a crazy world. And it is crazy. But to me, as an entrepreneur, a visionary, this is the greatest opportunity is to walk the talk and say, you know what? I'm not going to choose, make my decisions out of fear. I'm going to choose it out of love and out of who I am and who I want to be and stepping into that. And so we have an opportunity to go to the next age in this world, we call it the wisdom age. And yeah, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I meet that are like, I'm an entrepreneur and I did it for freedom and I'm so stressed out. Like, <laughs> Hold on. You're like, what makes you happy? When do you get joy? When do you experience love and then experience freedom? A lot of people start their business to have freedom and they're shackled by payroll and should do's and should haves and whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. They, they go for that entrepreneurial freedom and also hit ceilings because, and I see this too, because like they say, this is who I want to work with and in our marketing. And I also see when it's not aligned, they self-sabotage when they get the people that they say they want, don't they? Yes, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's interesting. I think and a lot of us like to be the hero. And I think unconsciously or subconsciously, we create situations so we can swoop in and be the hero. And that's exhausting. You know, so it's, it is knowing, again, deep inside. And as you mentioned, a lot of people don't know what their plan is and their vision. And and, and I think a lot of us are afraid to create a vision because what if I don't attain it? 
Mm -hmm. And what I've realized is to imagine this great future, and then my conscious and subconscious and, and subconscious are creating cool experiences in my head and my heart. And then I'm not worried about the future because I'm optimistic. And then rather than regretting the past, I'm improving from the past that ultimately to impact this moment right now. And that's where I feel us visionaries really thrive. Dr. Doug Brackman, who wrote Driven, I heard him, he spoke at our visionary summit a couple of months ago. And one of his definitions of what I heard of God was presence. When I'm totally present with you here right now, and without judgment, that's a way to describe God. Again, that's different for everybody, but we visionaries can be great at that for short spurts. Mm -hmm. So rather than thinking about the future and worrying about it and regretting the past, it's let's be present. And that's where there's magic. Yes, yes. And I think, I know I fall into that. I find myself like this morning out for a walk, beautiful day, it's 70 degrees out next to the lake. And all I'm thinking about is what my day is going to do and what I'm going to happen. And I'm like, isn't this what I work so hard to do? And, and I'm working on some problem that doesn't even exist yet. Um, and how do we, where do we start to unwind that? Where do we start on really finding the, I, I talked to people, I literally was on with, I'm not going to name the person, but it's a good friend of mine. And I was on a marketing call with him. I'm like, have you finalized your vision? Because we talked about it. My vision is this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. and I'm like, no, that's not your vision, but okay, we'll pass on. I think you're right. People are scared of the vision that maybe that won't happen. Maybe they're scared because it's not the vision that everyone else thinks they should have or, but where do we start to unravel that? To me, it's time. So I mentioned presence and so often I have to get these things done and I wake up and I open my phone and I start doing things. To me, it's to slow down and take a deep breath and to get the messages and thoughts, whether that's in my head or my heart or from my father who passed away 10 years ago or God or whatever it is, it's slowing down to listen. The answers are inside. And so to ask myself questions and then write them down and then share them with people and to be in a safe space to share them. So if I'm going to share with you my vision and I, and you're not going to judge me and you're going to ask me questions, then it helps me. It's a safe space to hear myself think. So I do a, a daily tool and a weekly tool. A daily tool is a 331, which if you go to imatter.com, you can download that for free. And then the take five check-in is a weekly tool where I spend about 30 minutes asking myself questions, writing them down. And then I do an audio to about 15 people in my life. And it's a safe space where they can hear what's going on in my head and my heart. And even more importantly, I can hear what's going on in my head and my heart. So as I'm verbalizing it, then I'm, I'm like, that's not what I really think. Or, oh, what about this? Or the narrative in my head, the voice in my head is, I, I have so much to do. And when I take a deep breath, I'm like, you know what? If I do these two important things, that's really all that matters right now. And, and what is my vision for the future? And a lot of times people don't know. So to start to realize what are those voices in my head? What is that conversation? And start to shift it. Verbiage reflects consciousness. So when I ask myself questions and listen to what's going on up here, a lot of it's chatter. A lot of it's not positive. A lot of this, the, the chatter coming from outside is not positive. So to me, to answer your question, it's ask myself questions, slow down, listen, share, breathe through my nose and not my, my mouth. A lot of us are, what do I have to take care of today? And that's the urgent world. And so what's important? What really matters to me? And that is helping my kid know that he's safe and he's heard to help my client know that they're safe and heard and that they're amazing. It's amazing how many people who are, I look at, I'm like, shit, they got it all. 
And then, but they're in doubt. Their narrative is I, I'm, I'm never going to make it. And so to listen to that voice, shift that voice, and it's mainly about time and, and slowing down. Interesting. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's funny you say that about slowing down because it's like one of those things I've been intentional about lately. That's yeah. really, you have to be intentional about it. It, it seems like natural that, that I think as an entrepreneur, like you want to, you think like slowing down is the natural drift, but I think for most of us visionaries, it's speeding up, isn't it? It's we, and again, I, I really respect Dr. Doug Brackman. He talks about driven people. So that's Navy SEALs, athletes, entrepreneurs. And I believe he says about 8% of us have that gene. So literally, physically and physiologically, we are built different. And again, there's that imposter syndrome where I have to prove that I'm worthy. And so I need to be keep going and I have to be productive. And a lot of us are aholics. And so it's scary for a lot of us to slow down. And yet it's magical when I might have one little idea or thought or an inkling or the hair stands up on my arm. And I'm like, I got to call this dude. And almost every time that I slow down and say, I need to call Ian and see what's going on. Almost every time they're like, hey, I was just thinking about you. And so it's just, it's that gut, it's an intuition. We've gone into a new age. Again, we yeah. call it the age. And it's not about doing, it's about being. And there's a lot of structures that don't want this to happen. And that's where we visionaries are blowing up these old bureaucracies in a good way, where we can work together and collaborate. And it's okay if I didn't do 35 things today, but I actually was productive on two or three things. And that might've been that I called my mom or sent five notes of gratitude. And how much more fulfilling is that than 25 to-dos that I had to get done? And because it's interesting even talking like talking about Gino Wickman and, and like his vision and smaller team, because everyone right now thinks scale, right? right. Yep. How, how are you going about figuring out what's the right size of your vision because it's it feels for i know for a lot of people including myself if it's not a billion dollars i know people that have multi-billion dollar companies if it's not that then i'm losing yeah it's what makes me happy and so again i used to think it was having 10 million in the bank and having this house and having the jet and doing different things those are all wonderful but what's the feeling and emotion behind it so yes money is wonderful but i mainly want freedom so it's not about working really hard. And as we mentioned, being tied to my business, it's having freedom to make it to my son's game, having freedom to take a walk with my wife, having freedom to breathe and laugh rather than with my head down. So it is about, and again, in EOS, we, we teach that it's what's that ultimate 10-year, big, hairy, audacious goal? And what does it look like, taste, smell, feel like in three years? What does that look like in a year and a quarter and this week? And so we do the same thing with I Matter in our lives. And so what does it look like 10 years from now and three years from now that I'm like, wow, this is a great life. And I'm turning 60 this year, which a couple of weekends ago, someone asked me how old I was. And I said, I'm 58. And my wife says, no, you're 59. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm 58. And literally, <laughs> I've never heard myself say I was 59. She's like, dude, when were you born? I said, 1963. She's like, how old are you going to be in December? It's like, excuse my language, but as I look back and it was really a great cathartic experience that the last 25 years, what mattered most to me was again, raising our kids. And we, mm -hmm. I, I probably gave up money and opportunity to be there for them. And so literally my son just committed to, to college to play baseball next year. And, and that was Sunday. Thank you. And it's, and I'm so excited for the next stage of my life. And so I went back to when I was 20 to say, Hey, if I turn 60 
And I have a great marriage that I can't wait to be with her every day and go explore and adventure and, and change the world. And if our kids are out there, I've made it. Now, do I have yeah. as much money as I want and security? I don't, but that's okay. To answer your question after a lot of rambling, it's just, again, it's taking time to share it with people. Because a lot of times as a visionary, I say it different each time. And yeah. so to have people around me that trust me and love me to say, dude, this is what you're great at. And this is what you've always talked about. And this is what I hear. So it's to share. It's to have that safe space. You mentioned the Visionary Forum. That's been a great yeah. place to share that I say, this is my vision. And people are like, that's cool. But I heard you say this. And so, again, in my head, I might be thinking something. But as I share it. As I mentioned, you know, as I tell people, any worthy goal written down that is simple and makes sense and is agreed upon is bound to happen. So if I say it differently every time, it's probably not going to happen. And it's, speaking of Visionary Forum, if you all are listening or watching this, it's a, if you know anything about EOS, it's an awesome forum of visionaries and people like Bob and people have a vision, leaders of companies, and it's a great place to bounce ideas. I've been in it a few times and it's wonderful. Uh, Bob, where do we find, how do we find it if someone's interested in it? So if you go to imatter.com, it's uh, our focus is on anyone who wants to act like they matter and be who they are. And our target market are big time visionaries that are driven, ready for, and committed to exponential growth. So within imatter.com is the visionary forum and you can mm -hmm. apply to, to be a, a guest and, and take a test drive for our organization. And it's just been an amazing group where we it is a safe space to share our big ideas and thoughts and we're not networking to each other we're networking for each other yeah. i may not be able to solve your issue but i probably know someone who's been through it and might be able to experience share and so it's been a great community to be a part of yeah and i, I did i noticed right away it because it's different when you're speaking to visionaries no offense to someone who's not in the, yeah, it, it's, it's like you were saying, it's like the 8% of people, right? It's just a different way of thinking. And it's hard to not to say these ideas aloud because I know. <laughs> and I get laughed at. Like you were talking about, I have tons of ideas that people are freaked out and you're always like saying too much and have too big of an idea and you're always and blah, blah, blah. All the things you were saying, I was like, yeah, that's me. My wife's always <laughs> mad at me about that. But it's great to be around people like that. Because they get each other. And I loved it. You've curated a great group of them. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it, it's important? Because you have visionary integrators, you have the COO, you have the rest of your team. Why is it so different and lonely for visionaries? I mentioned earlier, I think any person, as they figure out who they are and what their role is to be a part of a relevant group. And so that's where I can, like you mentioned, it's these are my people and I can learn from them and I can teach them. And so for the visionary space, and even in EOS, they talk a lot about mastering the integrator seat. And there's really no guideline or, or, or you know, process for the visionary to be amazing. And, and again, a lot of us I've found are, we're still big kids and we want to play <laughs> at dreams. And so we put all this structure, which is amazing for business. And in EOS, we talk about letting go of the vine and trusting our people and our process. And a lot of us visionaries have a hard time letting go of the vine because we don't know what life beyond the vine is. Yeah. Because in the past, I defined myself as the hardest worker, the top salesperson, the person who would motivate people in tough times. And that's all great. But there's really no schematic for it. And what after me going through this and taking about 100 people through the journey of visionary coaching and I matter, we call it the enlightened visionary journey. And so it's really business first, figure out a process, figure out a life process join a relevant peer group, be coached and mentored, 
become a thought leader, coach and mentor, and then live life beyond the vine. So we're a different group. I feel like Joe Caruso, who, again, is a good friend and a great speaker and has written books, Power of Losing Control, he talks about what's the narrative in your head. And Mm -hmm. the common story, the narrative that I hear from visionaries is, I'm not smart. I'm an idiot. I'm not worthy of big success because I'm not like that person. So there is a lot of doubt that goes on, and that's that imposter syndrome. So to be a part of a group to go, you're amazing. And people go, really? Are you kidding? And they get to hear it and and say it and flip the narrative in their head from am I to I am. And people walk around out of the forum and out of the summits that we've done just going, you know what? I am worthy of success and I am living a great life and I'm realizing what success means to me. So it's a like-minded peer group who I think that have been, not I think, we've been ignored and now it's become a label. So I'm working on a book now on, on, on what is the visionary. And I have the six steps of a great effing visionary. If you go to imatter.com, we have that because it really hasn't been defined yet. And that's mm. where it's tough to define it. And if we, we get laughed at, oh, there goes Bob with another crazy idea. Or of course, Bob. <laughs> so it's not an excuse. It's an opportunity. I love it. Yeah. No, because it is. It's you see something like, I've got an idea for that. I've got an idea for that. And it gets, it's, if someone's not a, in that same mindset, it gets a little overwhelming for them, doesn't it? <laughs> like, okay, when are you going to start that business by? And that's where, if we have a safe space as a visionary to share those ideas and we have a leadership team, especially an integrator who can understand it, have discernment to say, that idea doesn't make sense or that idea makes sense, but we have it captured, but we're going to look at that later, but let's stay focused here. And, and one of the six habits that we talk about is to celebrate and use the visionary. So it's happy. I'm a great big problem solver. I'm great at inspiring. I'm great at talking to people and simplifying. And so use me, but don't give me things that I suck at and I despise doing. I know those things. I have my list of those and like, like scheduling. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. And again, there's certain things that we have to do until we get to yeah. another level. But what Gino has taught me and EOS has taught me and a lot of other things is to figure out what I'm great at and love. We call it great gift. And so as I define what gives me energy and I get energy from it and I'm brilliant at it, and most of us don't know what we're great at and love. And so to share that with people and then to put it in words, share it with our team and say, keep me in this space, please, because I will veer. And I'll, yeah. When Gino was first creating EOS, he needed a, a, an integrator. I said, I could be it because I love EOS. I love Gino. He's, oh, you would be awesome at this for about eight minutes. Because <laughs> that's not what I'm great at. And no. Dan Sullivan talks about don't look at things that we're not good at and improve on. Know what we're great at and love and surround ourselves with the who's that are great at it. Yep. So we can all be, he calls it unique ability. We call it great gift. Yeah. No, it's so important. It's so important. And you mentioned before we go out, because I think there's a unique ability piece and or great gift or however you want to call it. You were mentioning yours. How did you discover them and how are you continually finding? I feel like they evolve, don't they? Absolutely. So when we and again, creating the I Matter process, the success system, it's asking myself a lot of questions. And then it's not only the answer, but it's the why behind that answer and the next step. And so as we go through, we have eight different tools that we take people through. And when I listen to my answers, I listen, look for and listen to key words that keep popping up, themes and patterns. And so like 10 words that came out of this, and it took me about two years to really nail it. And so mine, and this is basically a run-on sentence, but it's these key words that I listen for opportunities for growth, 
I simplify, connect, and inspire action towards a greater future today. So literally every one of those words is so powerful for me. And when I listen, when I'm present and, and I hear growth and you're like, I it's like, hey, well, here's, we could go this. I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. And it could be personal growth or, or spiritual growth or business growth. And then simplify, hey, here's what I heard. And then connect you with other people, connect you with yourself and then inspire action towards a greater future today. It's I'll never work again if I'm in that. And again, what I did is I came up with a long run on sentence, and then we have a thing called the I Planner, which we share our why, what, and how, and our how is our great gift. And so I shared it with 10 people, and I was nervous. Hit the send button and say, what am I great at in love? And I got feedback and then shared it, and it took a, a couple iterations. But then as I define that, then I look at my team and say, okay, keep me here. Because I, I kind of joke, it's not happy wife, happy life. It's happy visionary, happy life. Because <laughs> I'm not happy, I'm going to make your world miserable. I'm going to micromanage and I'm going to change direction. And so let me do <laughs> my thing. And so it, it takes some time. And then Dan Sullivan does the unique ability. And there's a lot of books that can take you there. But ultimately, like you're, you said, what is your vision? Write it down and share it and, and mm. keep having it evolve. Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. So important. So we'll put links to I Matter to unscatter the chatter and all the adders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but where's the best place to follow you online? So it's it is imatter.com. And so I do, you can sign up for I do one to three video blogs a week. And my goal is to have it be the short ones that we post more often are 30 to 60 seconds and then never more than three minutes. We have a short attention span. So that's a way to follow our blogs. But I, if you sign up for our, our newsletter at imatter.com, and we are growing a base out there where people can apply and get free tools and be a part of groups. Because again, it's a lot about getting out of here and unscattering the chatter with other people who are doing the same and creating that safe space to hear ourselves think. Love it. Love it. So we'll put a link to imatter.com in the show notes. We'll put a link to the book. And Bob, thank you so much for sharing your story and being on the Garlic Marketing Show. As my pleasure. Appreciate it. And thank you all for taking Bob and I on your journey. This has been I Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, 
go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 